You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Listen live on 98.7 or 98.3 FM or stream live from rwpfm.com.au. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. We've talked a lot in the show and it's been in the media a lot about plastic mm-hmm. uh, being this sort of all-pervasive pollutant that is in the world's oceans. Mm-hmm. It breaks down. There's an island that's hundreds of kilometres wide up in the central North Pacific that just continues to get bigger and bigger. The stuff being moved around by ocean currents. I think there's another one elsewhere uh, further south. There's an island, I think it's called Henderson Island. And we've talked about it in the show. It's a World Heritage Island in the middle of the deep south Pacific, it's got some of the highest concentrations of washed up plastic pollution mm. from all around the world. They've identified particles, you know, with, with lettering from Russia, from China, from yeah. from um, Indonesia, all over yeah, the yeah. place. Yeah, Indonesia is we've we've also said on the show has got one of the worst uh, issues with uh, plastic pollution. I the think ima- the uh, the G seven summit meeting they just had one of the items there to cover was uh, reduction of the use of plastics. However, it was only Japan and the US which uh, have not signed onto that uh, agreement. That yeah. Uh, the agreement. Well, it is a huge industry. So it's worth apparently more than $1 trillion and is growing at 3% per year. Mm-hmm. It's a massive industry. And some good news is a, a New Zealand startup called Humble Bee. It's an early stage biotech. It is looking at using the Australian masked bee, which is a non-honey producing, non-colony living, so quite mm-hmm. a solitary bee, mm-hmm. native to Australia. It's the Hylaeus genus. It produces a nesting material that's similar to plastic. And it was noticed by some people who were studying the bee who weren't really thinking about plastic mm-hmm. replacement. But they noticed this material and it caught the attention of a woman over in New Zealand by the name of Veronica Harwood Stevenson. She actually was involved, I think, in, in using bees for providing pollination services to crop producers. So she had a background with bees. She read this research about the Australian masked bee and how it produces this cellophane-like material for its nests. She thought, well, wouldn't it be great to reverse engineer that nesting material in a bid to manufacture a biodegradable alternative to plastic on a large scale and at a competitive price? Mm. So that's exactly what's happening. As I said, it's in its early stages. I think it's raised about 150000 Australian dollars, looking to get up to the half-million-dollar level. Further evidence that uh, the capital of New Zealand, Wellington, is gaining a pretty good reputation as a startup hub. Mm-hmm. Just quoting from the founder, Veronica, Monica Harwood-Stevenson of The Humble Bee. Uh, she said, Plastic particles and chemicals have permeated ecosystems and organisms around the world, from fetal blood of babies to the most remote Arctic lakes. It's so pervasive, it's terrifying. So high time something was done about it. She goes on to say it's actually about biomimicry, about copying what's in the natural environment. We've been doing this in design for centuries, from plain wing design inspired by birds of prey to train shapes reflecting bird beaks. They've already secured some funding, let's say for the sake of the world, for the sake of fish, yeah. for the sake of babies and all of us that uh, that are, are winding up with bl- particles of, of plastic in ourselves and in our environment, that, that, that this sort of thing works. There are some good steps here in Australia with the banning of the bag in uh, some of the big chain uh, supermarkets. Yep. They're yep. getting rid of the bag. I think that's July 1st that's going to start and right. phase out. Yep. But that doesn't really answer the uh, single-use plastic uh, bags for your fruit and veg, for example. I think that's still being used. And other plastics such as um, you know nappies, for example, they're still getting sent out to land waste which is a major problem so if there are alternates like this this can really be a huge step for uh, for humankind yeah, it's a great idea i was reading that uh, in thailand the average person apparently uses and this could be a slight exaggeration but the figure i read was that was eight plastic bags a day 
are used by the 8 million residents of Bangkok. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. so if you start to do the numbers on that, mm-hmm. that's 64 million plastic bags yeah. a day just in Bangkok, mm-hmm. and then you multiply that out by the number of days in the year, mm-hmm. it's it's in the billions, yeah. billions and billions, yeah. and then extrapolate that out. It's not the whole country of Thailand. Yeah. So the amount of plastic bags that are used by countries and by individuals around the world is staggering, and something does need to be done about it. I would have thought this was a much higher priority than sort of arguing the toss of whether there's global warming, whether it's natural or whether it's yeah. man-made. What about actually addressing things that we know for sure exactly. are affecting our environment adversely? And, and this uh, Humble Bee project sounds like a good idea. According to Peter Bury, who's Chemistry Australia, innovation director he said research and development in bioplastics is being pursued by multinationals through to startups so we're expecting to see a lot more activity in this space which is good news thanks for listening and head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media we welcome your feedback and suggestions for future shows